Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Golden Astrologer Podcast. This is Deb McBride, and I am broadcasting from lovely Escazú, Costa Rica, on July 26th, 2020. So, we are at the last week of July, which is unbelievable, as we progress through this year very quickly. And there's a couple announcements I want to make. I did a webinar last Thursday, the 23rd, with my friend Monique Long, and uh, we discussed a number of things, mostly the rest of the year, um, and the astrology for the rest of the year. And she recorded it, to my surprise. So uh, a number of people have requested the recording. If you are interested in getting the recording, please contact me, info at thegoldenastrologer.com. And I can we transfer the recording to you. And um, otherwise, it, it is it is a uh, video. So, you know, if you and I mean, I'm sure you can just listen to the audio if you wanted to. But there is a video. It is a whole video so that you can actually see my screen and me talking about certain astrological aspects. So and I do a brief review of the early part of the year. So if you're interested, please let me know. Onward to this week. Tomorrow we have a significant aspect, and that is Venus is squaring Neptune. And why is this significant? Normally it happens once a year or twice a year. As Venus goes around the zodiac, it squares it from one direction and then squares it from another direction. But remember that back in May, Venus went retrograde. And about a week or so before Venus went retrograde, sometime around... Uh, actually, it was about 10 days before, about May 3rd or so, Venus squared Neptune. And when Venus squared Neptune, it was slowing, 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 slowing down to turn retrograde. So Venus didn't move much further from where it was uh, on May 3rd when it squared Neptune. So it moved like a degree and a half, slowed down, turned retrograde, around the 13th or so of May, and then came back on the 20th of May and squared Neptune again. Now, this is important because remember back then, I was telling you that there was going to be one more square to close the story of Venus squaring Neptune, and that is tomorrow at 1.49 p.m. Eastern Time. So, What's the story? What happened around May 3rd or so, those first couple weeks of May, and then when Venus went into retrograde and came back and squared Neptune again? So Venus was very, very slow back then. It was about 20 degrees, 21 degrees of Gemini. And what's happening is Venus is now coming out of the shadow. Now Venus is going to start moving. Once we get past all this this week, Venus will come out of the shadow. And this is a new portion of the sky, of the zodiac, that Venus is venturing into for the first time this year. Because all of this in, you know, it went direct a while ago, you know, the end of June. But now it's finally getting back to that place. And Venus has been in Gemini for a long time. And eventually Venus is going to go into Cancer next month. But, but meanwhile... Venus has been telling a story in Gemini, which is the sign of the twins. And the interesting thing is that, you know, we started some story around the 5th of May, and we're going to start ending the story around now. So 
let's see, or the 3rd of May, actually, 3rd of May that week, um, what happened, what started, what's finishing, where did we begin, and what was going on? Can you remember? Sometimes it helps. When I can't remember, I go back into a journal and look. I go back through my photos and look. I go back to my Instagram videos and look. <laughs> I go back to my emails and look to see what was going on because a lot's happened since then. That was two and a half months ago. And so the beginning of May, something was going on. And relationship-wise, financially, anything that was potentially Venusian, um, wardrobe, hair, makeup, <laughs> um, shoes, uh, that goes under wardrobe, but, you know, relationships, money, friendships, anything that was really powerful, profound going on with Venus. And Neptune being the planet of um, the, uh, the, a little bit of the unknown, <laughs> the veil, where we're blinded, where we're in fantasy land, where we're not in fantasy land and we're seeing clearly, albeit it's a bit foggy, um, but there's a fog and a, and a relationship fog and, a, and a, an interesting dynamic of relationships. So where were you at that time and what was going on? And how was Venus affecting you? So when it, when it went retrograde, it wasn't very far from where it is now. So we're going to go pass over this time period at about 21 degrees of Gemini, where Venus went retrograde. And that's what we're going to have in these next couple of days. And as that happens, you may be reminded of what happened when Venus went retrograde. I know for me, there were when the retrograde itself actually happened, there were some very profound, specific things that went on that week for me. But Saturn and Jupiter also went retrograde that week. So that was a big week that week in May. But before that, Venus squared Neptune. And she was talking to Neptune. And that's a little bit, um, you know... Mm, I don't want to say unfriendly. I'll say confusing. Um, and maybe there's some clarity now. Because Neptune can be confusing. Venus is in the dual sign of Gemini and might have two heads about something, two different thoughts about something, is of two minds. And so one of the things um, that we want to look at it this week is our relationships and what's happened in them ever since that beginning of May. And Venus has been in Gemini this whole time and didn't like zip back into Taurus or anything. It's been in Gemini. It got pretty far into Gemini and just retrograded back to five degrees and then now is coming forward and moving out. And over the next few days, like one from like Wednesday, Thursday onward, then we're entering a different portion of the sky. Venus hasn't been there yet this year. Last year, she was there. But this is important because now we're starting a new story and we're finishing up something or we're going to conclude something or we are going to get an answer and the story continues, but we're getting an answer about something that may have been part of the story back in early May. So... Think about what you were doing in early May. Go back through your notes. Go back through your emails. Go back through your text messages. See what you were entertaining, who you were talking to, what it was about. And, you know, were you 
really in a place where you were um, understanding your relationships very well or were they cloudy and foggy and not necessarily something clear going on because of Neptune, because Neptune was really, um, really clouding the vision or, or were you being really intuitive? Was there a major intuition that happened at that time? And maybe you want to sit down and write about it. Maybe you want to sit down and like sort of work through what happened at the beginning of May that got touched again on the 20th of May and a theme or story that's unfolded in the, maybe the last week or so, the last few days. Um, Venus obviously is still moving very slowly because it's still in Gemini and it's been in Gemini since the end of April. <laughs> and um, so Venus won't really, you know, move very far. And, um, it's not going to go into cancer until August 7th. So we're really, we're still in the Gemini period, but this next week or so, week, week and a half, two weeks, because we have a week of this and then another week of, of August before Venus will go into cancer. And so we're, we're getting the Gemini answers. And Gemini loves answers. Gemini loves discussion and ideas and thoughts and how these things happen. And, you know, where did the answers come from? Where did, where did they go? And, and so think about this. This is a very important aspect. This is the last time Venus is going to square Neptune like this. Um, it's, you know, it's, it's in Neptune's in Pisces, of course, its own sign and, and Venus is in Gemini. So, um, it's really what we call a separating square, although it, you know, it was kind of weird cause it was kind of applying, separating, applying because, uh, it, it was moving back and forth. So it was going towards Neptune, then it was going away from Neptune, and it, you know. So just be content in knowing what happened early in May, middle of May, and then uh, now. Now, there's a little trick here involved. Venus squared Neptune the second time on the 20th of May. On the 22nd of May, the eclipse period opened, and that was the lunation prior to the first eclipse. So there was a new moon in Gemini right then and there on the 22nd of May, that Friday, and already the energy started getting weird. And so there's some story that started happening in that week too. So we're really closing out that eclipse period. We're, you know, as of last Monday, yes, I felt a difference. I felt better. And a lot of the people I spoke to felt so relieved by the new moon that happened on the 20th of July. It was just just clearly a closing of the eclipse period. And then I had some people talking to me saying, wow, this has been really hard. Wow, this has been really complicated. Wow, this was harder than the eclipses were. Wow, I can't get my head around this. You know, it just, and then I was, I had a conversation with my former advanced astrology instructor, Michael Luton. And he said, well, I think this was tough for people. And it's weird. I said, look, everybody's experience is different. And mine certainly was not tough. Mine wasn't tough. That doesn't mean something else wasn't tough <laughs> for me that other people had no problem with. It depends on your chart. So it depends on how it was hitting you, where it was hitting you, 
you know, this was the end degrees of the sign of cancer before the sun went into Leo. And so I felt a relief. I felt a relief because the eclipse period went on too long, was too intense, too much. And finally, finally, we were getting past this. So I was really glad to end the eclipse period. And so, you know, the interesting thing is the next ones happen in November. So that's like because we had three eclipses this time, it's a shorter time period till the next one. But we don't have to worry about that right now. Right now, it's the 26th of July, and tomorrow is the 27th of July, and that's when Venus squares Neptune. So the other thing that's happening tomorrow is that Mercury is going to square Mars. Now, that's interesting, too, because Mercury is still, um, it's still in the sign of Cancer. And this is another one of those aspects where Mercury was talking to Mars before and now it's talking to Mars again because remember Mercury Mercury went direct on the 12th of July which is really just two weeks ago okay so Mercury did a Mars thing a bunch of weeks ago and you know Mercury right now is at 15 degrees of cancer so it's halfway through the sign and it's squaring Mars, which is at 15 degrees of Aries. And Mercury makes the square because it is the faster moving planet. So that's a rule in astrology. But Mercury did this before. And Mercury did this back, back, back. You know, when it was, you know, it was going retrograde. It started the retrograde about a week before Venus went direct. So it's exactly a week before Venus went direct. It went retrograde on the 18th of June. And it was later in the sign. Um, so it wasn't like the Mars thing didn't happen at the, at the retrograde. It happened before that. And so when Mercury squared Mars before this, Mercury was doing its thing. And now it's going to talk to Mars again. And it's very interesting because... You know, it it was not at this degree. It's not like Neptune. See, Neptune's a small, very slow-moving planet. So Venus coming back and squaring it again, they haven't moved much. You know, Venus is coming back to, like, the same place. So it's going to be very similar or very much the end of a story that you started back in early May. And that's when, you know, we um, began some story with Venus and Neptune. Whereas Mercury and Mars have moved. And... Mercury has moved through Cancer and back and now forward again. And so when they made the square before, there was a, a conversation going on, you know, and, and Mercury and Mars, you know, Mercury's the planet of communication. Mars is the planet of, you know, assertiveness and aggressiveness and, and arguments. <laughs> so don't have any arguments tomorrow. Please don't have any arguments tomorrow. Um, and... One of the things that we have to be aware of is that, you know, when things happened before, things didn't resonate in this quite the same way. So Mercury did its thing and it wasn't really, um, it wasn't really like in the same place in the Zodiac. So this is why it's important to pay attention to these things. So in any event, Mercury's talking to Mars again, and they are having 
this conversation. And Mars is in an interesting place um, because, you know, it's having this conversation with Mercury. And it's saying, you know, all right, well, what are you going to do about it? What are you going to say? What are you going to do about it? And um, Mars has, uh, Mercury's got the ideas, and Mars has the, um, the desire and the passion to do something. So don't have any arguments. Um, try to stay cool. We have another really good aspect tomorrow. Jupiter is making a very lovely kiss to Neptune. It's called a sextile. So tomorrow's pretty pretty busy. So Jupiter and Neptune love each other because Jupiter and Neptune are uh, co-rulers of the sign of Pisces. Now, Neptune is technically the ruler, but before Neptune was discovered, Jupiter was there. And Jupiter was the ruler. And so Jupiter says, hey, to Neptune, um, we have... So we have, you know, something to talk about here that's spiritual and enlightening and, and cool and, and um, you know, what do you, what do you think? Um, what, how are we elevating our thoughts? So this is, tomorrow's a busy day because the last time Mercury and Mars got together was July 8th. So, you know, it was like a couple, it was almost three weeks ago, but, but what was going on July 8th? Okay, and now what's going on? And Merc and Neptune and Jupiter have done this before earlier in the year. But tomorrow is all three repeated aspects. Well, that's something. So there's a story. There's really a story here. And maybe a sweet little story with Jupiter and Neptune. Um, Jupiter's sextiling Neptune. Venus is squaring Neptune. They're all talking to each other. They're all talking to Neptune. And... Um, there's a story here that we have to recognize and you may be getting information about your life in these days that is interesting and different and phenomenal and profound. And so pay attention, pay attention, especially tomorrow. These aspects don't, you know, dissolve. This is not the moon doing something and boom, it's over and it's, we're on to the next. This is Jupiter and, and Neptune are already in aspect. I mean, all of these are already in aspect. The fastest one is Mercury, squaring Mars. And so this is the, this three of them have, are repeating themselves. And so this is, this is a repeated story or a reference to another story or a reference to the beginning of a story and now tomorrow you're going to get some answers. So wowee, this is important. This is very important. And so pay attention to this. There's some very valuable information coming your way in these next days. So please, whatever you do, pay attention. And one of the things that we want to pay attention to and we want to understand is our communications, our relationships, and like our passions and how we've been using all of them and, and how they all relate to one another. So is there something that you've desired, Mars, that you have not been able to communicate? Or is there someone or something that you need to communicate it to or with or ideas or creativity? There's a lot of creative energy in the air with this. Was there something that was making you 
uncomfortable because there's a square here, you know, Mercury is squaring Mars. And was there something making you uncomfortable? And now you're going to plow on through it and you're going to just have the conversation or you're going to uh, not even, you just remember it and recognize it and you just move forward. Very important. So, but there's pay attention, pay attention to the information you're getting now. Um, pay attention to how things were playing out for you in the month of June, in the month of May. A lot of this information has to do with your current story. And all of us have a story right now. We have the, the grand story, the collective story, and then we have the story that's personal. And they relate in some way, but we really do need to pay attention to our personal story, you know, and if and when it relates to the collective. So um, a very important thing to pay attention to is, you know, what, what evolves over these next days? What comes up tomorrow especially and over the next days? What kind of information and what kind of segue into the next section of your life is this about so tomorrow's tomorrow's jam-packed full of full of information full of stuff full of full of you know answers answers okay as we move through the week you know we're already yes we know we are already the sun is in the sign of leo and um we are now moving through the sign of leo and the sun is you know in fire and it's joined Mars in fire. And so this is good. Mars is in Aries. The sun is in Leo. We still, we've got, still got a lot of Earth in the sky because of Uranus and Taurus and all those Capricorn things. But really, now we've got some fire. Now we can do things. Now we feel motivated. Now we feel like we're taking care of stuff. It's okay. It's good. It's very good. There's fire in the air. Excellent. It's going to get us up off our chairs and Venus is getting out of her shadow and we're going to feel like we're doing something. Later in the week, on Thursday the 30th, um, Mercury is going to oppose Jupiter. And so, and it's going to try Neptune. So remember, Jupiter and Neptune are speaking to one another tomorrow, and then Mercury is going to join the conversation on Thursday. So th these are subtleties. These are not things that go, oh, slam in the face. Maybe if you're like you know, and heavy in a meditation and like you've been paying attention to this stuff, but, and it's like you've been working something through and it's like, oh, slam, something, something's coming out. So expect that there's going to be some very interesting, enlightening information coming your way this week, especially as we look at, you know, tomorrow relative to Thursday. So maybe something came to you and yesterday, today, tomorrow it will come and you are getting... Um, some very uh, good and profound answers to your to your questions and to your circumstances. So I hope that each and every one of you find something valuable this week in all of this. Mercury is going to be very busy when it opposes Jupiter. It opens the door to some communication, to some information. When it trines Neptune, there's compassion, there's empathy, there is sensitivity, there's an open heart. And so as Venus moves forward with Neptune, we may try to pry our heart open. And this is a week to open your heart. 
So please pay attention to that. Please pay attention to what's going on that your your heart needs to open and that your thoughts need to be elevated. So say someone comes back to you that maybe you had a little tiff with and they come back and they say, look, I don't want to be tiffing with you anymore. <laughs> I don't want to be in that. So let's let's be okay with each other. And if that's what happened, then you need to elevate your thoughts, which Mercury is asking you to do, and be okay with this person. And forgiveness is a big thing this week. Open your heart, forgive, connect, be with people. It's really, really important to make connections. And especially if someone is, you know, has has felt hurt or you have felt hurt, please, please try to smooth those things over and make it all good. Um, so what else is going on? Well, um, Mercury, like I said, is busy. So when it affects Jupiter, opposes Jupiter as it is on Thursday, Pluto is not far behind. So Saturday, the 1st of August, if you can believe it, it's going to oppose Pluto. So some, it, this is all very, very interesting. We've got a very interesting week. And one of the things that's happening is, you know, Mercury is touching Mars, then touching Jupiter and Neptune, then touching Pluto. Mercury's going to be doing a lot of revealing and conversation and, and talking. So journaling, meditating, getting information from the quantum field, from the cosmos, listening to your intuition, writing it down, remembering what's happening, communicating with people. This is an amazing thing. Okay. So it's, it's really important. This is an important week for communications and thoughts and ideas and, and, uh, creating new ideas and thinking outside the box and thinking of a higher level and stop the chatter in the brain. If the brain starts to chatter, you've got to elevate it to a higher place, meditate, focus, and, and just get your brain into a higher, better place so that this way you don't feel like you are um, listening to idle chatter in your brain. You're not listening to commercial theme songs playing in the background of your head. Like, why is this in my head? I, I heard that commercial today. Oh, that's why. Um, make sure you're paying a lot of attention to uh, where your thoughts are going and Take control of your thoughts. That's Pluto. Take control of your thoughts. You know why? Because you are in control of your thoughts. Don't let them stray and take you down a path that is unhealthy for you. So, you know, you're getting worked up and you're getting aggravated and irritated and everything. No. Because Mercury is going to be busy and then on, you know, Monday, next Monday, the 3rd of August is going to oppose Saturn. So as it gets past all this stuff in Cancer, Mercury's in Cancer, and then it's going to go into Leo on the 4th. But when it does that, when it does that entry into Leo, it has to hit the, you know, the Cancerian points that are opposite the Capricorn points. And that's what it's going to do Thursday, Saturday, Monday. So every other day. In the meantime... Next Sunday, the sun is going to square Uranus. Surprise! So there's there's some, you know, Mar <laughs> the sun is in Leo. It belongs in Leo. It's really ruling this. 
because it's in its own home. Uranus doesn't love being in Taurus, but it's going to trigger Uranus. So there's going to be some surprises, some information, some stuff, and some revelations, and some, you know, what turn it into a wonderful experience. Do not let this pull you into the darkness. Don't go down the path of thinking too much. Elevate your thoughts. Elevate your emotions. See things in a new light. Do not allow this to get you all riled up psychologically, okay? So now as we move forward into the into the week, right now the moon is in Libra and it's going to be it's void. It's void in Libra. So we're done with Libra. It's going to be going into Scorpio 12, 12 a.m. So very early tomorrow, like in a few hours in the Eastern time zone. And here in my Costa Rican time zone, it's going to be 10, 12 p.m. And the moon will go into Scorpio. It will be in Scorpio tomorrow, Monday, Tuesday, the 28th. It will be in Scorpio. And then Wednesday, it will void into Scorpio a minute after midnight Wednesday very early morning 10 p.m. here Tuesday night then go into Sagittarius at 3:25 a.m. so the void is on in this area of the world in the middle of the night if you're in a different part of the world you might have a void in the middle of the afternoon it will void and for only for like that three and a half hours and then go into Sag and be in Sag all day Wednesday the 29th be in Sag all day Thursday and void at 8.08 p.m. And that's 6.08 p.m. my time on the 30th. And so the moon, get your things done. Sagittarius is fire. That's more fire. So that's great because we're going to have this nice, you know, grand fire trine. We're going to have the moon trining Mars on the 30th. We're going to have you know, the moon trining the sun the afternoon of the 29th. So there's this moon connection but and connecting all the fire. So the grand fire trying this week. Use it. Get excited. Yeah, fire. Get motivated. Friday, the moon goes into Capricorn. So then, of course, it's going to, like, slam into all those planets in Capricorn between Saturday and Sunday. So... And Sunday, the moon is going to be, Sunday, the 2nd of August, the moon will be void at uh, 10 a.m., 9.59 a.m. Eastern time to 2.11 p.m. But it's a Sunday, so use that time to go out to brunch um, if you can, or make brunch. And really, that's about it for the week. There's a full moon on Monday the 3rd. That's great. That's free and clear of eclipses. Um, That will be at noon. So the sun will be directly overhead. And remember, Mercury is a busy guy. He's flitting from planet to planet, starting right now, planet to planet. Remember, Mercury has the wings. And remember remember the FTD floral logo? Remember the person with the wings? The, the, and, you know, if you, sometimes in the tarot, you'll see the Knight of Cups is the knight with the wings of Mercury. Sometimes he has it on his cap. So Mercury has wings on his feet, and the FTD floral guy has, um, you know, wings on his feet, and the, the, the Knight of Cups has wings on his hat. And we have, you know, this is, the, with wings, Mercury flies. So he's going to be flying around this week talking to all the planets. And so let's listen to what he has to say. He's got lots of information he's delivering. So very exciting. Um, stay with it. Stay grounded. 
stay focused, stay in your heart, okay? And I'm Deb McBride. This is the Golden Astrologer Podcast. You can find this podcast on any place podcasts are distributed. My website, Spotify, or iTunes, or YouTube. And if you would like the recording of the webinar, contact me, info at thegoldenastrologer.com, and, or Deb McBride, Deb at DebMcBride.com. My Twitter is at DebAstrology, my Instagram where I make videos and sometimes photos. My Instagram is The Golden Astrologer. Uh, so I thank you for listening. Stay in touch with Mercury. Communicate openly and nicely and sweetly. Be kind with your words. Use your words thoughtfully, carefully, and in a loving manner. Stay in your heart. Have a beautiful week.